Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. faithful Indian companion Tato, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come Silver. Let's go, big fella. Silver. When Curly Wayne entered the restaurant, old Pop McCarthy, behind the counter, glared at him. What's the matter with you, Pop? I'm sadly disappointed in you. Why? What have I done? The word is that you've taken a job with Warren Kenton. You're working at the Golden Lady. <laughs> it's better than starving to death, isn't it? I'm not so sure. Why don't you get a job at one of the ranches? Because no one needs any hands. Well, just because you're quick on the draws, no reason to hire out as a gunman. I haven't done that. Sooner or later, Warren Kent will be calling on you to do some of his dirty work. Oh. Uh, how long have you been here? Oh, about a week. That isn't long enough to find out what an ordinary double-crossing polecat Warren Kent can be. My advice to you is to quit. Mm -mm. I'd sooner eat. But I'll make you this promise. As soon as I find a job punching cows, I'll take it. 
Now, how about a steak? At nine o'clock that evening, Curly's relief man, Sam Miner, took his place on the platform overlooking the faro tables and told the young cowboy Warren Kent wanted to see him. Curly went directly to the office at the rear of the cafe. You wanted to see me, Warren? Yes. Take a look at that little knot in the wall above the ceiling. You think you could hit it? I might. From a fast draw? I might. Let's see you try it. Well, sure. Dead center. That's real <laughs> shooting. <laughs> Is that all you wanted me for? No. Sit down. All right. I'd like you to take a little ride out to Thirsty Creek. You know where it is? Well, sure. What for? That's where Matt Johnson lives. He's a prospector. An old man with a beard. You remember seeing him here last night? Oh, yeah. Well, he won a lot. When it came time to cash in his winnings, I didn't have enough money to cover him. I was uh, 500 short. I promised I'd get it to him today. It is. Will you take it to him? Sure. Of course, I'm supposed to relieve Joe at midnight. I may not be able to get back before then. I'll take your place. Matt's cabin is near a big grove of cottonwoods. You shouldn't have any trouble finding it. Right. Well, here's the money. Yeah, good enough. I'll see you later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as simple as that. Oh, 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 boy. Easy. When Curly drew rein in front of the prospector's cabin, he found the door ajar. He knocked on it and then stepped inside. Matt? Hey. Suddenly he stopped short. The old prospector was lying on the floor, his eyes staring at the ceiling, a bullet hole in his forehead. Hey, this is murder. I'd better get to the sheriff. Easy, steady, boy. Come on, get him! Ho, 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 boy, easy! Curly pulled his mount to a sliding stop in front of the sheriff's office, dismounted, and ran up the steps. There were half a dozen men inside who stopped talking as he opened the door. Sheriff, there's been a murder. Matt Johnson has been... Wayne. What? I'll take your gun. What's the idea? One bullet fired. Wayne, you're under arrest for murder. Me? I had nothing to do with it. Tell them what you saw, Luke. Uh, sure. I was riding along the bank of Thirsty Creek when I heard a shot. Matt Johnson's cabin was just ahead, and I, I figured it must have come from there. I left my horse in a grove of trees. There was a chestnut bronc standing in front of the cabin. You ride a chestnut, Wayne? Oh, yeah, but... Go that's on, a... Luke. Well, I took a look in one of the windows. Mm, what did you see? I saw this man, Curly Wayne. What? Matt was lying on the floor, and Curly was bending over him. I saw Curly take something from Matt's pocket. He looked like money. I ran back to my horse and rode here as fast as I could. Now, wait a minute. Keep him covered, Joe. Right. I'll search him. What for? Money. Well, Sheriff, sure, I'll admit I have some money on me, yeah, but it's... So I see. But I didn't get those bills from Matt. Warren Kent gave them to me to deliver to Matt. Ask Kent, he'll tell you. Five hundred dollars. Will you listen to me for a minute? <laughs> uh, Joe, I'll get the corn and ride out to Thirsty Creek. Lock Wayne up. Right, Sheriff. Sure. <laughs> 
Curley waited in his cell behind the sheriff's office for nearly two hours. Then the lawman returned with his deputies in the corner, and Curley could hear most of what they said about the crime. Finally, he heard Warren Kent's voice and hoped he would soon be free. The door into the cell block opened. Sheriff says make it fast, Warren. All right, Joe. Warren, aren't they letting me out? No, Curly. Well, didn't you tell them you gave me the $500 they found on me? Yep. Well, then? Matt had a lot of money in his cabin, Curly. It was all gone. They figure you took it and hit it somewhere. Oh, that's loco. I didn't have anything to do with it. Curly, you're in a bad spot. They believe Luke and they don't believe you. I think the best thing for you to do is... uh, is to get out of here. That's easier said than done. Just the same. That's all right. You can't see us. With his back to the office door, Kent reached inside his shirt and pulled out a gun. Here, take it and hide it. Huh? A gun? Hide it under your jacket, quick. All right. Huh? Oh, yes, I'm coming. following afternoon, the Lone Ranger and Tonto made camp in the forest that stretched for miles to the west of the county seat, and Tonto rode into town for supplies. He returned after dark with a report of Matt Johnson's murder and the additional news that the man who had been jailed for the crime had escaped shortly before dawn. Now, posse, look for him in forest. Maybe it's not good we stay here. We may be able to help find the man the posse's after. But no one know you around here, Kimasabi. Lawman see mask, then think you outlaw. Hey, listen. The search may be over. There was no further shooting. The Lone Ranger and Tonto were about to begin the preparation of their evening meal when they heard the thunder of hoofs on the trail that ran close to their camp. He must have it. Maybe that crook get way. We'll follow him. Come on. Uh Uh-huh. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue. Here, come on, here. As Curly Wayne raced along the trail through the forest, his horse stumbled and fell. <laughs> Curly was thrown free of the saddle, and as he hit the ground, his head grazed a rock. Long hours passed before the cowboy opened his eyes. He saw that he was covered by a blanket. He touched his temple and felt a bandage. Then he turned his head. A masked man. An engine. Oh, you do not move. Easy does it. You had a bad fall. There's no fracture, but we're afraid there may be a concussion. My horse? He's all right. Well, you, you two found me and fixed me up? We've done our best. Oh, thanks. But if you're all hoots, you better hightail it. There's a posse after me. We know that. You're Curly Wayne. You're wanted for the murder of Matt Johnson. Why? You escaped from jail yesterday morning. Huh? Who told you? My friend here. The engine? Yes, he went into town for supplies. They're talking about nothing else. And I suppose everyone thinks I'm guilty. Aren't you? No. And why were you accused? Just listen. Just listen to this. Cowboy told the masked man and the Indian everything that had happened before and after his discovery of Matt's body. So it was Warren Kent who gave you the gun you used during your escape. Yeah. And uh, this is it? Let me see. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It hasn't been fired? No, I, I was glad I didn't have to use it. It wouldn't have done you much good if you had. Huh? Look, it's loaded with blanks. What? Blanks? See for yourself. Why? I don't understand. I'm not sure Kent wanted you to make a getaway. This gun wouldn't have been any protection if you'd had to shoot it out with anyone. He gave me a gun that was loaded with blanks? Unless you reloaded the gun later. Oh, no, no, of course not. Where would I have gotten any blanks, and why should I? There's something else I'm interested in, Wayne. You said there was a groove in the bullet that killed Matt Johnson. Yeah, I heard him talking about it in the sheriff's office. The bullet was almost split. My gun would... Well, not this one. The one the sheriff took away from me. Doesn't do that to a bullet. Oh, doesn't it? Well, it doesn't leave any mark at all. Well, there you're wrong. Every gun leaves some sort of a mark on a bullet. Well, a little scratch, maybe. Uh, What's more, every bullet fired from the same gun has the same marks. It's experiment. The Lone Ranger slipped two cartridges into the cylinder of the revolver and fired two shots into the ground. bullets were dug up, and the men examined them carefully by the light of the campfire. Oh, deep groove. Almost split. Just the way they described the bullet that killed Matt. Mass man, do you see what this means? As far as I'm concerned, it means the sheriff arrested the wrong man. Warren Kent, he did it. And he sent me out to Matt's. And he must have fixed it up with Luke Cahill to go to the sheriff. Tonto, I'd like to have a talk with Luke Cahill. Uh, me home, Kimasabi. Him work at livery stable. Uh, does he live there? Ah. Well, we have a few hours before it's light. Suppose we pay him a visit this morning. Mm, that's a good idea. What do you expect to gain by talking to Cahill? Information. You just rest easy until we get back. Right. Be careful. Let's go, Tonto. Uh-huh. Main Street was deserted as the Lone Ranger and Tonto drew rein in front of the livery stable on the edge of town. 
At one side of the stable doors, there were two windows. The moonlight streaming through them showed a small office. At one side, a man was sleeping on a cot. Cahill. Ah. Cahill, wake up. Hey, what? What you want? Get up. Oh, tether your horses to the hitch rack. I'll take care of them in the morning. I said get up and open the door. All right, all right. You don't have to break the window. Give me a chance to pull out my books. Where's that lantern? Uh, what you say to him, King Osami? We'll try to scare him into telling the truth. Most people take us for outlaws. We'll let him make the same mistake. All right, come on in. Hey, you miss. Better shut the doors. Uh-huh. Into the office, Cale. Move. <laughs> Mister, I, I only work here. Let's not have any gunplay. All the money's in the safe, and I, I don't have the combination. How much is in that wallet in your back pocket? Oh, only a few dollars. We'll see. Oh, no, please. I... It looks to me like a few dollars over 500. That's all I have in the world. We're not interested in small change. Here, take it. Oh, thanks. Now, sit down. I want some straight answers. What, what, what do you want to know? First, you'd better be told who we are. We're friends of Curly Wayne's. Curly's in Owlhoot? There was a posse chasing him tonight. Oh, that was because... I... You mean he was in Owlhoot before he came here? I thought he was just a saddle bum. That's where you and Warren Kent made a big mistake. He has friends. Yeah, yeah, sure. What is it you want to know? Curly doesn't have anything to worry about. The posse lost his trail. He, He's safe wherever he is. We know that. But Kent isn't safe, and neither are you. Oh, please. Straight answers. Oh, sure, sure. I, I told you anything you want to know. Kent paid you $500 to go to the sheriff. Oh, I, I didn't want to. I had to. I owed him a lot of money, and he threatened... Never mind, never mind. How much did Kent get from Matt's cabin after he killed him? I'm not sure. Well, you'd I... better be sure. Well, I'm sure it was at least 10000 All right. We'll settle for that. Why? We'll settle for 10000 You can tell Kent to bring it to the old mill on the river road tomorrow night. Not later than 9 o'clock. If he isn't there on time, he'll be facing guns that aren't loaded with blanks. You have it straight? Why don't you tell him yourself? There are too many people around the Golden Lady. Oh, no, not at this time of night. And there's an outside stairway that leads up to the rooms on the second floor. You've been elected to tell him, Cahill. You tell him and tell him right away. Oh, all right. Let's go, Tonto. Uh-huh. From the shadow of a building across the street... The Lone Ranger and Toto watched Luke leave the stables and hurry toward the Golden Lady. Then the masked man and the Indian rode through the alley to the rear of the sheriff's house. The masked man entered through an open window, and a few minutes later, the sheriff woke to find a gun pointed at him. Well, hey, what the... You're coming with me, Sheriff. At the foot of the outside stairs, at the rear of the Golden Lady, the sheriff stopped. Only one of the windows that opened on the second floor balcony showed a light. The sheriff turned to the Lone Ranger, who still held a gun at his back. Up the stairs. Why? You'll soon hear something that will interest you a great deal, Sheriff. Now up the stairs and try not to make any noise.
at the top of the stairs. The Lone Ranger pointed to the open window, and the sheriff walked ahead of him toward it. Luke's voice reached them clearly. Exactly the way it happened. Luke Cahill. This yes. is far enough, Sheriff. Listen. You can't make me believe Curly Wayne is an outlaw. Well, the big hombre who barged in on me tonight is. He was wearing a mask, and he said he was a friend of Curly's. Naturally, Curly knew he'd been framed when he found out there were blanks in that gun I gave him. And he must have figured out that I was in on it, too. Yes, I was hoping he'd be shot trying to make his getaway. Well, he wasn't. Now he and his outlaw pals want the 10000 you got from Manscaped. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have an idea. The mask man said you must be at the old mill tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Yes, I heard you. Let me think for a minute. Now, if I were to go to the sheriff and let me... Heard enough, sheriff. I'll need a gun to make an arrest. Here's one. The same one Kent gave Curly in jail. It's the same one that killed Matt Johnson. Fire it and see what it does to a bullet. What? Adios, Sheriff. Wait. Luke, there's nothing to worry about. I have it. You've had it, Warren. What? You're under arrest. The charge is murder. The following morning, Curly Wayne entered the Sheriff's office. Sheriff. Morning, Curly. What are you doing here so early? I, uh, a friend of mine persuaded me I should give myself up. Well, that's so? Didn't your friend tell you why you should give yourself up? No, sir. Well, Warren Kent and Luke Cahill are in jail. What? And all the charges against you have been dropped. Oh, that's mighty good news. Uh, I am interested in your friend. He wears a mask, doesn't he? Why, I don't see what... What difference it makes? Neither do I. Did he happen to mention giving me this gun last night? Why, that's the gun Kent gave me. That's the gun, yes, sir. And just take a look at the bullets he used to load it. Are they silver? Sure are. A mask, silver bullets. Curly, did he happen to call his horse silver? Yes, Sheriff. What you're trying to say is that my friend... That hombre I thought was an owl hoot is none other than... The Lone Ranger, Curly. <laughs> yes, the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, and directed by Charles D. Livingston. Tonight's drama was written by Fran Stryker. The part of The Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. (laughs) 